Hello, good morning, good day, good night, wherever you are. I'm Shervington, and this is The Recovery Show. It's time for another episode, and um, I'm excited about this episode because it should be an interesting one. I get to explore from the perspective of... Well, he's not my idol, but the person whose influence has been um, significant. Uh, that is the author of The Road Less Travel, M. Scott Peck. A person whom it is known that he was an authority in many ways in terms of work with addictions. In fact, he coined the phrase, the sacred disease. Um, see, he is my idol. <laughs> you know, I don't subscribe to the notion of um, disease model or theory with regards to addictions, but yet I don't have a problem saying that Scotty, as he lovingly and endearingly referred to himself, coined it as the sacred disease. If you haven't read the um, I went aware of the road less travel, you should yes, here again, I don't really subscribe to the word should, but you should consider um, getting a copy of it. Uh, it's a series in some regards because he went on to write to write, sorry, further along the road less travel. So today I'm going to explore some of what he had to say about why is it people turn to things like substances and addictive behavior? Why? What's really going on there? And it's from that perspective that we're going to be looking at our third episode in this current um, season with regards to how to rescue yourself from a relapse, a repeated um, relapsing due to one, so a low self-esteem, stinking thinking, and self-sabotaging mindset. So let's set the stage for this using Scotty's book, The Road Less Travel. So the first thing is, in this book, Scotty talks about why people come in conflict with themselves, others, and their life situation and circumstances. And he says it's actually what is responsible for most mental illnesses. What did I say? That apparently we are responsible in many cases for what shows up in our life as a mental uh, illness. And that can be either a disorder, most often, in the case of when it's a dis- disease or a disease or a disability, that can be more biological. But Scotty is saying when the issue might be more psychosocial, I didn't say biopsychosocial, it's more psychosocial, is that it has its roots in things that we are doing or not doing 
that leads to that. Okay, so for example, obsessive-compulsive, depression, anxiety, those are all things that originate from things we are doing or not doing that lead to some amount of distress, okay? And um, impulsive response or compulsive behaviors that leads to one, the depression, the anxiety, the um, obsessive-compulsive action-reaction behavior, obsessive-compulsive, impulsive-compulsive, impulsive, the way you're thinking, and your response. So impulsive has to do with thought processes, okay? And compulsive, the behavioral response to the way you're thinking, feeling, and the emotions that you then um, label or your the sensations um, that your perception then perceives in a certain way and then you're likely to react and respond in a certain way. So, let's jump to what Scotty had to say about the in the road less travel. Well, he has what for me is a familiar statement that he coined but is rooted in the Asian philosophy of Buddhism that actually speaks to life. And it's a very simple statement. Just a few words, actually, but it's a very profound and um, significant statement. It says, life is about suffering. That's what the Buddhists coined, and then Scotty put it in another way, and I also did my own little modification of it. Scotty says, life is difficult. I say, life has the potential to be difficult. Okay, what are we talking about here? I said that the Buddhists say that life is about suffering. Scotty coined that by saying life is difficult. And I modify on that to say that life has the potential to be difficult. What are we talking about? What am I talking about? What is Scotty talking about? And what is the Buddhist saying about life being being about suffering? Well, what Scotty is saying is very profound for me, so I'm not going to try to uh, paraphrase or summarize. I can explain, of course. But what about if we move to the text and I quote directly from The Road Less Traveled? Life is difficult, and I quote, this is what Scotty has to talk about, and he's talking about the number one thing that is lacking often when people in recovery either are chronically relapsing or have lost their um, willingness and their willpower to continue to commit and stay committed to the behaviors that is required, that is necessary, that they've worked so hard through the stages of change, moving from pre-contemplation to contemplation, preparing to change, and then undertaking the action to maintain change. There we go. You've got it. Maintain change. And what are those actions? New behaviors rooted 
in new ways of thinking. We've gone through this before, and it shouldn't be anything new that we are actually exploring now in terms of understanding the need to commit to and then maintain. So in action or where you're in recovery, you're working on maintaining a new way of behavior, lifestyle, and is giving you the end results of new behaviors. Now, this is not to say that there aren't going to be times when you revert back to or you find yourself with new, I'm sorry, old ways of thinking and thus the potential for um, returning to the pro- through the process of old behaviors. I champion and put forward and emphasize that I think that which is returned to old ways of thinking and behavior, relapse or lapse, is a natural part of the cycle of change because you would have arrived at a loss of control in terms of when we say there is an addiction or there's addictive behavior or that there's a substance use disorder. To say that you have even a mile, two to three of the 12 criteria for saying that there is a substance use disorder or four to five saying that there is a moderate and of course, six and above of the 12 criteria, you've got a severe issue of a substance use disorder, addiction, or alcoholism, or the different um, substances that can lead to addictive behavior, of which, believe it or not, drum roll, coffee is one of them. All right. So... Life is difficult, Scotty says. This is a great truth, one of the greatest truths. It is the great truth because once we truly see this truth, we transcend it. Once we truly know that life is difficult, once we truly understand and accept it, then life is no longer difficult. I continue to quote Scotty, Because once it is accepted, the fact that life is difficult no longer matters. End quote. Profound. It is profound, this statement. What Scotty is actually saying that that which is life, the unknown about life, this a little acceptable delusion that we have about life, is that we are in control of our life in everything that is going to unfold. We walk around with that somehow, all of us. You can have a PhD and still have that delusion because it's a delusion. We truly do not have full control of everything that is life. You can wake up with your best laid plan the morning before the pandemic was declared, a week before that. You ask me, and a lot of people in the world. Could there be something that happened that the entire world almost come to a standstill? Forced to wear masks over your face to move around a thing that before the pandemic, if you'd done, you could be easily carted off to the lockup or jail <laughs> for trying to move around people running from you because you have a mask on and 
the, the, the notion or the connotation was that you're about to do something not so cool. But now we comfortably move around with each other, not feel threatened. Well, that can be questioned. I mean, there's some people who are holding blockades and all of that, insisting that it's time for us to take off the mask and all of that. And I agree, evidence is showing the heavy rate and large numbers in which um, the um, testing that is showing positive results is decreasing rapidly and significantly the amount of people in hospitals and yes the death rate is slowed that didn't happen because of demonstration or blockades or protests it happened because of science yes I'm saying that and I'm saying it loud but you know it's side of the fence I stand <laughs> I am not in opposition to the people who are saying they would like to have their freedom I support you and wave your little flags. Please just don't wave Canada flags. I want that flag to continue to be to represent so many things that are cool when you see the Canadian flag. Don't worry, it'll get back there uh, sometime soon. That's just me taking a little detour. We're back on track. So yes, Scott is saying that life with its uncertainty has the potential to be difficult. Because sometimes when you come up on what is a difficulty. And what is that difficulty, Scotty is saying? Scotty is saying that difficulty is about problem solving. There you have it. Everything that I was saying was leading up to problem solving. What Scotty is saying with life is difficult and what constitutes the potential to be in conflict with that is people's unwillingness to sit with their problems, sit through their problems, insisting that there shouldn't be a problem, is what leads to conflict. And he then coins it and say that it is the root cause of why people show up with psychiatric, psychological issues in their refusal to embrace, ultimately, change and problem solving. There you go. That's my little contribution. It's about 15 minutes. And yes, I want to keep it in that magic golden time, 15 minutes that we explore this. Just a little bite so that you can explore something and ponder it until our next episode. But because I want to continue in the vein of this thing about problem solving and change, I will do a follow-up episode to this. And now, I'm Shervington Hannes, and this was The Recovery Show, and what, why people have issues about changing and constantly relapsing, and why they take substances in the first place. And Scotty said, is about the unwillingness or the inability to problem solve. You can get more information at www.changeclinic.org or soon the recovery show has its own domain 
which is the recovery show or recovery show.net. I'm going to confirm that. I think it is the recovery show.net. Uh, soon you will have everything recovery show, all the episodes for the recovery show there, and a little more um, resources, access to the Facebook Live recovery show videos. And of course, you always have the same access through changeclinic.org or YouTube channel. Bye for now.